Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Latest episode in Austin Millwall. I'm Jim Webb in sunny Perth, and I'd like to introduce you to someone who is unusual in an aspect where he's a Millwall supporter, but he doesn't live in one of the major cities in Australia, which is quite rare because when people normally immigrate over to here and New Zealand, we always end up somewhere close to a capital city. But um, would you like to introduce yourself and tell everyone where you are and explain exactly where that is? Okay, cheers, Jim. Uh, my name's Jamie, and I live in a place called Trelgan, which is in country Victoria. So it's about two hours outside of Melbourne, which is quite nice. It's about 45 minutes from the beach, 45 minutes from the snow, funny enough. Um, yeah, moved out here because my wife took over the family business, which is a civil construction drilling business. Is she Australian then? She's Australian, yeah. yeah she, so she's, she's originally from down this way. Yeah. Uh, from 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 Victor, country Victoria, as well, then. Yeah, she's from country Victoria. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. But I met I met her in Melbourne when I was living in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you haven't really got a Melbourneian stroke Australian accent. So where where was you born, Jamie? I was born in Greenwich Hospital, and I spent most of my life living in Blackheath. Yeah. So, and and the reason why you became a Mill supporter? My dad, my dad, and my and my granddad. Um, they were originally from Bermondsey, um, so it was never really an option. So yeah, I think I think I think when I was once, I think I might have when I was five or six, I might have wanted to try and go for a glory team, but it was never allowed. So um, and no. I'm glad for that. No, it's, it's not allowed. No, definitely no. not. So so what, can you remember your first game or first experience of Millwall? Well, there's pictures of me as a baby down there, then, but I don't remember that. But I think I can remember being down there in the early '80s, and I would have been maybe six, seven. And I remember it being cold, and I think we was in the third division then, and I remember hating it. <laughs> I remember. It was, I think I remember the crowd was really sparse, and yeah, it wasn't 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 really informed in my first game. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the score. I think there's a picture of me after with Kitchener, but um, yeah. But my, yeah. my actual first game I really went to, which I was quite thankful to my dad, was 
Millwall Everton, in, and that was a completely different experience when we won two one in the um, the first division. Oh, the first division, yes, yes. Yeah. That and from there, from then, from then, I was just talked. I was, yeah, mm. like a yeah. I, I'm I'm always quite envious of these people that uh, can remember their exact first game because I've got no idea. You know, my my dad sort of says, "Oh, I think it was thin, but I think it was that." But I do remember my first experience was getting Barry Kitchener's autograph in 1977. So you autographed the back of my program, and I've still got the program. Oh, so awesome. yeah, I've always counted that as my first game. Although my dad says, "No, no, we were going well before then." That's the, I always count. So yeah, Barry Barry Kitchener never played. Sign me program. Still got the program now. Again against Notts County, drew nil nil. That game. What what could possibly go wrong from there? What could possibly go wrong from there? The eighties. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the eighties. Yeah, we'll, we'll gloss on it. Well, I'm quite happy to talk about 88, 89 onwards. Really, you know, went from your first real memory. So, uh, I, that Everton game was was one where you know, we won two one, and it was it was like really yes, we're in the first division now. We played played like. In due, with all due respect to Aston Villa and Derby, it was it was the big team, wasn't it? The first big team to come to the den. And, and I to don't them. think I've ever experienced an atmosphere like the Everton game again. It was it was something it was something so new for everyone, and I think most people expected us to get beat. Yeah, and I, and I can remember what I can remember watching the game. And I can remember seeing the class of Tony Cotty. I remember at his pace back then. I, I, I was just wondering as well because sorry, and I've just moved away from my from my computer. And I'm better now, but I'm, I'm just going to dig the program out for that game because. I um, I'm just looking at the Everton team lineup for that day, and you, you look at Neville Southall, in goal, Peter Reid, Pat Nevin, Stuart McCall, Graham Sharp, Tony Cotty, Kevin Sheedy. They were basically very good international players. So it, it just proved what a fantastic win that was that game. Well, and, and really, that was a fantastic year, wasn't it? Did you get to most of the games in the old first division? I went to most of the games. I was only I was only about fourteen then. So I didn't get to go. I think I might have gone to one away game, but not many. But I went to nearly every home game. When was uh, what was your last game you went to before you moved over here? Or when when did you actually move over to Australia then? So I've been over here now about thirteen years. I get over uh, probably over two or three years, and I normally um, take in uh, take go go for a few games. Last time I went back would have been the I think it was the promotion season when um because my daughter was the mascot for the Millwall Swindon game. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast 
and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, I think the last game would have gone to would probably would have been the nil-nil at Bolton. Right. At, at Bolton. Yeah, yeah. Are you like me when you're paying your trips back to go, oh, we've got two home games in that period. I'll, I'll, book, that. I'll book it then. Or, absolutely. Or... Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I haven't seen us lose in about... I saw us losing the playoff final against... Um, well, when we lost 3-2. But apart from that, I don't think I've seen us lose in about six, seven years. <laughs> I, I, I think my last defeat was... Um, it was probably a playoff final a very long time ago. So... Um... Yeah, I've, I've, I went to the first playoff final where we lost, where you remember Gary Alexander scored that wonder goal? Yeah, yeah. I flew yeah. back for that one, and then I flew back for the Swindon one, which we won as well. Um, yeah, so I was, I, was in, I, was, <clears throat> I was in, I think I was in Laos at the time when the Leeds game was, because I remember being in a sort of small little backpackerish place, and I had to be on my phone listening to it, and it was going in that service, and as soon as we won, then I was booked my flight back to London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think there was a few of us watching the games at three, four, five o'clock in the morning, and and having various airlines on on hold just to click the confirm flight button, um, just to get the uh, the price of the flights uh, at a decent value. But um, yeah, it's all good stuff. So how do you keep up to date with the Lions these days? Do you subscribe to the iFollow? Yeah, I've been on iFollow this year. Yeah. I didn't realise when I first when I first rang them up, they said it, it wasn't going to be on until midday the following day. Oh. So I was like, I, but now I can pretty much go radio silence. I turn my social media off. Um, it's not like you're going to bump into anyone down the road who's going to say to you, "How did Mill get on?" Um, so I wake up on a Sunday and I can pretty much watch it midday. So I normally sort of do a roast, have a couple of beers, and watch it on the iPad Pro. <laughs> now that's made me laugh because. Without foul, every Sunday we have a roast here, um, and and people, the locals think we're mad. It could be forty <laughs> degrees, like over over in Perth here. It could be a forty degrees Sunday day, but no, we've still got a roast beef in the oven cooking. So, <laughs> people do think you're mad when it's a hot day, but no, I'm like you. What about your favourite all-time player? I think it's hard to go past Teddy Sheringham, mm-hmm. and even though I was, I, was <clears throat> I watched that, I watched it. I'm on YouTube. There's a half an hour of the. Um, of the Millwall Everton game, which I watched about a month ago, and I didn't realise how good he was then. And he's passing his, his movement. Obviously, there's the West Ham thing, which would always stick with you. But I don't think there's been a better player in a Millwall shirt, which I've seen than Teddy Sheringham. Yep, it's, it's funny how he's split fifty-fifty, isn't it? We've, um, you know, because he played for West Ham, he's he's now public enemy number one. But yeah, no, I, I don't have a problem with. with no, with no, he's, he's, he's definitely he's definitely tarnish his reputation but he would still be for me the best player mentioned West Ham are they are they the uh, the one team you would uh, happily go without for the rest of your life or is there, Abs- a, is there Abs- Abs- absolutely um which is a shame because my best mate back in the back in the UK is a hammer as well right I remember um I remember we threw him a relegation when, when they got relegated when David James was playing for him we threw him a um threw him a relegation party at a pub in um, Greenwich. Which um, what are you drinking in? It's the, it's the screen one. Um, what's it called? The um, the one near the little cinema. Which oh. student Yeah. Oh, it's been a while. It's probably not there anymore. No, it's probably not there anymore. No. So but West- yeah, def- definitely, definitely West Ham. Um, 
I want the season to start to see if they go down more than anything. <laughs> do, do, do you have any random teams you, you really can't stand as well? Random teams I can't I, stand. And I'll give you an example because I, I've got a massive hatred for Luton Town and Tranmere Rovers. Um, back in the mid-90s when I was doing football accumulators, um, it was something like I, I had... I had eight out of eight, and I just needed Tranmere to beat Luton at Tranmere where, to win quite a substantial amount of money. And Tranmere were 2 0 yeah. up with 10 minutes to go. Luton hadn't won an away game all year. Tranmere hadn't lost at home. And for some reason, Luton managed to win 3 2. And when I went into the bookies the next, like on the, on the Monday, and he says, Oh, that result cost you about £13,000. And I was like, Thank Ooh. you. Yeah, thanks for telling me. So I've got a, this massive hatred for Tranmere and Luton. As well, because of that, I haven't really. I mean, only, only really Wigan, really. I think just because of the way history's gone, but not. Um, but even so, I'm not. I'm not looking at their results, saying that I want you to go down. Not like a study like West Ham and looking at their fixtures and thinking, yeah, you could, you might go down this season. Yeah, yeah, no, mine's yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah, I just a dislike, a strong dislike for them. So, and 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 talking of dislikes, what about your worst player to pull a Millwall shirt on? This, uh, mine's, I think they're quite um, subjective, aren't they? Because mine is, and it's a funny one, Carla Saba. Carla Saba. <laughs> and I think, if, I think if it was the cold, if it was the, it was that season where um, obviously we went down and we had started off with Claridge at the beginning of the season and it was the real beginning of the down point. It was, yes. And I can remember being there the season where we went down and um, he, and for me, I, I know, you know the passion you have for middle players, you know, they get on the pitch and they've got to give 100%. Yeah, and it was the game which, if we won, we had a chance of staying up. And he did nothing, and he just walked around. And I was like, I think, I think it destroyed me. I think it destroyed me that, that I don't think I went the next season. I think Carlos Alba actually finished me off for a season. <laughs> it was enough to make you emigrate. <laughs> it was enough, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that season was. I think Carlos Alba was. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but I also think that was a season where there was quite a few people that didn't really try and just turned up to pick their. Yeah, well, it wasn't the most memorable of seasons. I think the reason, again, he probably wasn't the worst player on the team. The reason why I think why I hated him so much is because he probably had more ability to have done something. He could have um, put in a performance here and there. We would have got, got us a few more points, but he just he just didn't. But it was no, there was no one else to replace him. We were just we were useless. Yeah, they were shocking days. When, when you compare those to the, you know, as we were speaking a few minutes ago about the Everton game and, and the old Division 1, they were very desperate, desperate days. So... Do you have a, a, a moment that, that stands out um, watching Millwall? So it doesn't necessarily have to be a win or a, but a, a, that that moment where you just think, yeah, that was that was a good time or that was a funny type of funny moment or one that always sticks in your memory. I've got a couple. Um, so when we won the FA Cup semi-final, I remember being in Copenhagen on the day of the full moon party and just being in a pub full of Everton fans and being the only Millwall fan in there. And then going straight to the Kathleen and booking my flight back, which went back for five days for the final. Probably the funny the moment that sticks most in my head was the Birmingham Millwall riot. Because I can remember having to lie spread eagle in my car as the crowd come past, ransacking every car and managing <laughs> to save my car. <laughs> was it a good one? Uh, not really. I was any, I've only been sort of young back then. But yeah, no, it was, it was my car now. Yeah. Because that, that, that Birmingham game, um, we went to, and, and we uh, we used to park the car sort of towards the Deptford way. So we left the ground, walked down towards the car, towards the Lord Palmerston 
pub it was, I think, where we parked the car, went home. And it wasn't until the next day when it was all on the news about the riots at Millwall. And I looked at my dad and went, what riot? You know, we, we just left the game and went home. But the um, Ilda and Road end of, uh, of the riots, didn't it? So that was, we went completely opposite direction and had no no recollection of what riot. And it wasn't until the next day when I was having to do some work up there. And it, it, thought, Ooh, it does look a bit messy. So I have, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. It was, it was um, carnage. See, and, and I, see, that's things that... Didn't even know happened until the next day. How did, how did you get a ticket for the cup final? Was you was you a member of the club at the time? Um, what it was is my dad knew the couple which put Timmy Kale up when he first came over. <laughs> so then they got Timmy Kale to get me a ticket. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, but that's, that's we're kind of family, aren't we? If we need a ticket, someone's always going to look after you. That, that that's it. Um, I. I managed to get a, a, a lovely couple, John and uh, John and Lucas, who, who actually live in Perth. I managed to, they contacted, some had got hold of me, contact me, is there any chance of a couple of tickets? Managed to get them a couple. And then the next thing was, oh, how do I get these tickets to you? And they said, oh, we're staying, we're staying at my auntie's house, um, who live in Abbey Wood. And it was like, wow, because that's where I lived at the time. So that we managed to, even to get them in the minibus to take them to Cardiff to stay in the holiday camp that we stayed in in Cardiff. And, and we're good friends now. And, and now I'm living in Perth. We meet up every so often to, uh, to have a few beers. So Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it's I, can't a... actually, I can't actually remember much about the day. I, I, I know I was in the players' bar after. There's pictures <laughs> of me with Paul Robertson's jacket on and it's reversible. Um, I can't remember anything else about being in Wales that day. I can, I can, remember, I can remember when Man United scored and we, then we all roared back with Amir. Yep. But I remember the disappointment at half time going in, but um, I can yeah, remember yeah. Mark McCammon coming on. Yeah, yeah. He, he must be up there with Carlos Saba. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, no, there's, there's many, there's, there's many, many worse players than Carlos Saba who's played, who's been in the Millwall shirt. Um, but he's just one, it's just, just, just one of those emotional attachments to a season. Did you manage to get out to um, Hungary for the European game or was, was you... Uh... No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, I came. I remember flying back into London, and I had again didn't know the score. And I arrived back on the day of the first leg at, at the Den, and then mm. they, they played the night before. And I've got my mum to record it. And I was going to go home, and I was going to get home at seven o'clock. And it's the first thing I was going to do. And I can remember the taxi driver was a Tottenham fan, and he said, "Oh, we can do now." I said, "I'm going to go back and watch the Millwall game." And he goes, "Oh, you didn't do too bad." Oh. <laughs> I was like, cheers, mate. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Oh, I never got to go to the um, to that one, no. And what about now? Do you, do you watch football locally where you live now, or is there not much football played where you are? Actually, where I am, there's more um, football clubs than AFL. So it's quite, it's quite, a, quite a lot of people are doing it. I still play um, indoor now. Yep. Uh, not, obviously not at the moment, but... Um, but I don't really go and watch the local games. And to be honest with you, the A-League, it's two hours to go and watch a game of that. doesn't really enthrall me. Yeah, I, I go. I take my son with me. Um, it's just a case of getting out of the house. But we, we will go and watch the Perth Glory play. And there's there that's got better. I will, I will give it some credit. From when I first come over to nowadays, the standard is better. Uh, but... Oh, no, it's definitely got, it's definitely got better. But... Um... I haven't got since the Premiership's gone. I haven't got Sky or Foxtel as we call it. So 
the A-League was on that, wasn't it? Yeah, the A-League was on Fox. And uh, although I think Fox is stopping that next year, so God knows where it's probably going to, another one to go over to Optus Sport, I imagine. Most of the other football. Um, just for everyone at home, Optus is a mobile phone operator that's got the uh, rights for the Premier League football here. And they think we're picking up the rights to most other sp- football. So Yeah, uh, I went to a, I mean, I went to a couple of the Melbourne games. It just doesn't have the um, the same passion, and I think what it is as well is Melbourne's quite there's quite a lot of Greek and sort of Croatian um, descendants, yeah. and the crowds more like what their crowds are like than than sort of like traditional British. Did you follow an AFL team? No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been I've been to a few games, but um, it's not really my cup of tea. No, I always say if you get a point for missing the goal, then you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It just seems a bit clumsy and all that, and um, I don't know. A lot of them just seem to be there because they're athletes, as opposed to um, having much talent. Yeah, not, not all of them, but there's a lot of them that you can just be an athlete and play that game. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because uh, you know, the, the, you, you don't get a perspective on how big the field is until you actually go to a game. Uh, no, it's uh, massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Especially, especially the MCG. Yes. Yeah, nice stadium though. Did you get there for the cricket? Yeah, that's well. That's one of that's one of the reasons why I came over here was um, for the cricket. So I, I normally go uh, to all the Boxing Day tests when England play. Um, and um, yeah, I've been to most been to most of them, um, all, the, all the Ashes. So it was good because you can always get a ticket. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, we've um, we we were at the last uh, Ashes Boxing Day. It was one of those bucket list things to do a Boxing Day test. So. Uh, yeah, we we were there for the last Boxing Day Ashes test. Well, having to drink mid, having to drink mid-strength beer though is a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> I, I think. I, I see. I, I I find Melbourne quite a strange place. Yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you people fly to Sydney and you've got the sights. You go to Melbourne and, and I always say, what what do you do in Melbourne? Or you go shopping. Right. And it's also, Melbourne's very weather dependent as well. Um, I, I actually said, when um, first time I come to Australia, I come for the, um, the Rugby World Cup when we won it. Oh, okay, yeah. And I started off in Perth and we went all the way around. And when I got to Melbourne, I said, this is the worst place of all of Australia. I can never imagine myself living here. <laughs> well, te- technically, you're, uh, you're not, are you? You're a, you're a couple of hours away. So you've escaped, you've escaped, escaped the Melbournians. Yes, yeah. Right. Sounds, sounds very idyllic. So, um, anyone that wants to uh, tour rural Australia, just give Jamie a shout. Give me a call and we can, we can watch I follow and have a roast. We can have a roast dinner, watch I follow and a nice cold uh, cold beer. Do you, do you go for beer. the uh, local brew or do you go for uh, the, the standard? Oh, no, I quite like the, the craft beers, so I'll give them a go, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. And um, one of the things we've got much better than the UK is the wine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> So and it's it's cheap and it's much better quality, and um, yeah, I mainly drink wine now. Yeah. So so there you are, everyone. Someone, if anyone wants to travel around uh, rural Victoria, there's a roast dinner, a nice bottle of red, nice bottle of white. I follow on the telly, and Jamie will put you up for a couple of nights. So absolutely, absolutely. I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got an apartment here, so definitely. <laughs> well, that's great, Jamie. Thanks for your time. Nice, right, cheers, Jim. Uh, really good talking to you. Good in- insight on on a, on another Millwall supporter living down under and um, maybe uh, when we're at the MCG for the next Ashes test we'll, we'll catch up and, and we'll go for a glass of red somewhere definitely cheers mate and I'll speak to you cheers, soon Thanks. see you soon
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.